I'm glad to see we all wore our vests to this episode. Maybe yeah. really quick, we should, we should talk about our vests. Yeah. Wear your yeah. vest, wear your vest, wear yeah. your best, best vest, vest. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, I see your vest, and uh, I want you to tell me more about it. I raise you another vest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as Merck pointed out right off right off the top, mine is made of real gorilla chest. Yeah, it's true. Yes. I, I killed a gorilla, and I took his flesh. Yeah, we shouldn't have mm. topped that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine is made out of scrap metal. Um, it's trying to be kind of futuristic. I'm trying to go for my own kind of, you know, the apparently free speech is now owned by the Cybertruck guy. And that just looks like a low. Like, it's just like sheet metal. You know, it's just metal, steel, angular. So I just stiff. That's what I've got cut into the pits. Um, Does that cut into the pits? You know, not as much as you would think, but I'm pretty sure I just lost a nip. Um, so oh. I'm going to... Maybe I should have rethought those, this. Those are, those yeah, are unnecessary. Those are, yeah, in the future, you won't exactly. need nips. Uh, in the future, you you'll have to pay eight months, uh, $8 a month uh, for, for your for nipples. <laughs> I need a nipple subscription. Yeah, so I'm just preparing, you know, and I feel like I'm very prepared. <laughs> I decided to go very traditional, and I went uh, full-on felt. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, and just layered felt and uh put one thing on top of the other yeah that's why there's these shapes of uh they they might look like nipples all over yeah. so i'm kind of balancing for the loss of your nipple you can look look if you want we will give you each half of our vests yeah yeah then we're wait brian then we're only gonna have half vests oh, and yeah. i'll be full metal gorilla <gasps> i'll be a silverback as it were. Optimus Primal lives! This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero issues coming podcast! Zero issues, zero issues, zero issues coming podcast! Oh boy, we're not, uh, we're in trouble. <laughs> Nobody's gonna put up with that. But you know what you are gonna put up with? The starting of this episode. Welcome oh. to Zero Issues Comic Podcast. Uh, there are three hosts, three bald, yes. delightfully bald, uh, celebratory bald. Um, yeah. I'm now, I'm the baldest. In our own right. I'm officially uh, the baldest uh, once. I mean, yeah. I still was the baldest, yeah. I think, even then when I had uh, had my ollie, but uh, I had to shave for a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Very important information yeah. for you listening at home and not watching. <laughs> oh, God, again? <laughs> and I'm Kyle. <laughs> and I'm Merck. I'm Bri. And this is some news? Yeah. Could be. Current Zero News Flash. Let's start off. Uh, there's there's been the, a lot of like casting and and role changing and people talking uh, and all lots of stuff. So let's just jump in. There's a lot of people talking of and there's three it. of them right here. Bagaboom. So let's um, do it. One thing we haven't mentioned just because the way that when we record and when it comes out, mm-hmm. um, James Gunn getting the position of like the DC Cinematic Universe co-president. 
I, th- I think they legal. I think they have to call him Monitor by per his contract. <laughs> the Monitor. Yeah. And the other one is the Anti Monitor. Yeah. And that's, were, that's Peter Safran as best friends. Best friends in charge. I come over the house. We're best, best friends. friends. Basically, yeah, that's true. That yeah. is it. Actually, it is best friends in charge. It is. Uh, I'm just imagining them like running around like Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen running the Daily Planet because like Clark Kent's yeah. a big dork, <laughs> and should be. Essentially, the uh, DC equivalent of a Kevin Feige for, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Head honchos. And Peter Safran, he's yeah. worked with Peter Safran, I think, like, is like has a friend of his and actually, I think, kind of produced some of his projects or something in the past with James yeah. Gunn. Mm. So they've worked together in the past really, really well. And I guess they're really simpatico with, with what they want to do here. And they have different talents. I think, like, Safran's more like, I think he's really good at, like, dealing with, like con- I don't know. I forgot. I thought I read something that he was really good, kind of with dealing with, uh, with the talent and all that kind of aspect of it. And James Gunn obviously is more maybe the creative visionary, and they work together. So that could be really good because again, that's the thing is like I was kind of iffy about James Gunn in that role when people were speculating a while ago, just because I'm like, yeah, but I want him to direct movies. I don't want him to be like producing them. I want him to be directing them. So I guess yeah, they probably thought about that. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm. I could see him saying, like, I'm going to do Suicide Squad because I did it before and yeah. one or two others or something. And then the and rest will be helmed a, by another, another season of Peacemaker. Like, he wanted to be the head yeah. of, like, the entire thing and also be, like, directing a Peacemaker TV show yeah. and get even cruder and more well, violent. But he did that, what, like, in two weeks when he was on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wrote the whole thing. Right. So true. it's like, true. Uh, he, he's kind of one It might of those depend guys. on how much um, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We don't, we don't want to burn the guy out in, in three years also. No, absolutely. We want to stretch it out to burn him out. We love the man. We want the best for him. Yeah. Um, Also, I don't know if this is a rumor mill thing or just people having discussions and nothing will come of it or whatever. But apparently Steven Spielberg is possibly talking to Warner Brothers about doing a Superman movie. Which uh, is pretty big. What the fuck? I mean, like that. Yeah, like, I mean, Spielberg at his best, I mean, that could be f***ing incredible, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. it's it's such an obvious choice, too, right, in, in a way, in, if you're looking in, like, kind of a safe way, but also somebody who could literally bring that level to it, I mean, like, if he can pull it off, this could be the best Superman movie ever. <laughs> yeah, could be. it's possible. Um, And there, that was, uh, I think it was reported on Heat Vision, which is like a blog or some sort of a thing for The Hollywood Reporter was talking about it, so they're, I mean, yeah. I hope reputable enough i guess this happened spielberg met with david zaslav that's right the david zaslav um like they got dinner or something and then apparently christopher nolan was also eating lunch or something nearby and popped by wait he was eating lunch while they were eating dinner he's crazy it's ridiculous huh. christopher nolan well he's on he's on england time or the reverse i don't know time zone that's right <laughs> i don't know nolan how that time, lines maybe. up yeah, exactly. Well, look, he's it's on a Tesseract, and you yeah. know, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nolan, Nolan operates on his own time. He walked into the room and, and then he went up on the wall and just kind of walked across. Everyone's glasses are breaking because of that sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's, he's like, like "I'm here for lunch." So. Yeah, lunch, yeah. Lunch, lunch. People are bleeding anyway. Uh, and then, oh yeah, that wasn't it though. Then uh, Peter Safran also showed up, who is again the co-head with James Gunn. So this seems like a lot of. You know, a lot of people happen to be together at the same time that that 
is a little a hard to ignore. people eating food. It's possible they all just yeah. happen to be there at the same time. They all love lunch. Who they does They were there for jazz. Yeah. <laughs> they were there for jazz trivia. It's the new DC jazz line. Mm. It, it was, but it was DJ Jazzy Jeff, and it, he was hosting trivia about himself. It was, it was DC Jazzy. Christopher Jeff. Nolan won, if you believe it or not, he won. <laughs> <laughs> DC Jazzy Jeff. And also Henry, there was a, some thing about Henry Cavill mm. in the news where who was obviously back as Superman on that note, where he I guess mm-hmm. has, and he left The Witcher obviously, and I think there was some disagreements behind the scenes mm-hmm. as well, but also like I'm Superman again. I don't really have time to be in a TV show. Um, which, anyway, so, but apparently he's got, like, his contracts now give him more creative control over the roles he's playing, Hmm. apparently, which I don't know if that's being mentioned in the same, I imagine, with Superman, because he would have had to sign a new contract at this point, I'm sure. Unless he didn't. I really don't know how many movies were You know what? I I trust him for that, Mm because, you know, he's one of us. One of the the main things he said first... Well, yeah, again, I I want them to just make a movie... Google gobble, Google gobble. I would love them to make a movie where, like, have John Kent, like, you know what I mean, skip ahead a number of years, he's married, they have John Kent, just sort of do it like a soft reboot, but make an entire movie that's just Clark teaching John about Warhammer, and make that a superhero movie, (laughs) directed by Steven Spielberg... Uh, I'll go See, watch up it. up to a certain point, I thought you were serious. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too, me too. I am serious, though. I think that they should do that. They should do Damien with uh, Ben Affleck if he's back. Just jump ahead. Go into... Yeah, and Damien's really into magic. All right, I'm going to make a jump to the MCU. Yeah. A uh, couple of casting bits there. Uh, we don't know a role, but apparently in the new Agatha series, which is an offshoot of... WandaVision, it's Aubrey Plaza has been oh, yeah. cast in that, which could be interesting. There was yeah. there's talk of like Morgan Le Fay or somebody like that. Yeah. There's like Ooh, there could literally be, be a, a, a dozen people that, that she could play somewhere. It, it, Morgan right, Le Fay, but, uh, like hammed up to hell, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do it. Do it. And Catherine, come on. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Incredible. Uh, also, and I, I wasn't sure if this was real or not because the way it was being reported was kind of all over the place, but apparently Wonder Man has been cast yes. in, which is weird because I'm like, what they're, they're doing Wonder Man. What? I didn't even know they were doing it, but I guess it's a Disney plus series. Yeah. And yeah, Abdul Mateen the second yes. who plays, you would know this guy from Matrix. Yeah. The, the, He's the right, new Morpheus. The latest one. New Morpheus. He's the new Morpheus. And also, you might know him from Aquaman as a Black Manta. Yeah. So the and, fact that you got oh. and he was Doctor Manhattan. Oh yes, Doctor Manhattan. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he seems awesome. I think that that's going to be really cool. And uh, do you have another part to this casting? Mr. Mark. Well, just to fill out the info, there was it's de- it's being developed yeah. by Shang Chi director Destin Daniel Cretton. Uh, yes, right. Andrew Guest, who is going to be the head writer, for, he's from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right. Um, nice. And yeah, this is going to be fun. There, I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but there's there's talk that Ben Kingsley is going to reprise his role yes. as Trevor uh, Slattery. The the mandar the Mandarin esque role, whatever the the fake Mandarin mm-hmm. role. Yeah. Um, so how that plays in, who knows? I don't know. Do you have more information, or is that all? Well, that's for, all I yeah, got? yeah. For for Wonder Man, I mean, and again, that makes sense because he is a former actor, obviously. So that's great. Uh, 
It's according, this is a report from the Illuminerdy, which I don't know what that is, but it's enough to get actual headlines, uh, is that they're in talks or trying to get Bob Odenkirk to play what might be Simon's agent in uh, Wonder Man. Hmm. And apparently he's like their only choice for this role. Like it's, it's Bob Odenkirk or nothing. Really? Yeah. So, uh, this is going to be a wild show. (laughs) All I want is beast in there and it's a buddy thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's what they got to get moving on the mutants for crying out loud. They got those two wild and crazy guys is for Nathan Fillion to show up as a, I don't know, some sort of bum or something that Wonder Man spits on at some point. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then like walks away, walks away and then suddenly gets mad, turns around, kicks him, kicks him. <laughs> and actually refers to him as Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah. 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 Fillion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who do you think you are? I'm Nathan Fillion. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Oh, uh, lastly, really quickly, did we talk about Sandman yet? Did we say Sandman? Oh, no. The, it's, it's over. Finally, our, uh, our, our, <laughs> our suspense is over. Sandman, the Sandman, has been renewed for season two by Netflix. Uh, it's yep. coming back. I, I, I honestly don't know if there's any more to this story whatsoever, but it's, it happened. We're here. Everything is okay. That's all you need Hooray. to know. Yeah. Now, uh, stay invested in, uh, this episode, uh, with the next section in the warm-up. What the hell? That was like the worst delivery of anything of all time. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to record this for my vestibule. Oh, yeah. Wait, do you have a vest? What is a vestibule? It's the thing I'm recording from. Welcome to the warm-up. Uh, this week in the warm-up, we're just – we're going to talk about – well, I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about because <laughs> I started talking about Nova's <laughs> vest and how shitty yeah. it is and how Nova shouldn't have a vest and it's a bad luck. He's got a vest. Yeah, it's it's like we got it when he joined the Guardians of the Galaxy and it just looks like some crummy fishing vest that goes over already a full costume. Well, I mean like he got it from Star-Lord, so I don't know what you were really expecting here. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. It's it's full of fishing lures. Yeah, it yeah. looks like it's it is mom. full. Of, I mean, it's got his keys and his wallet and his phone. You need so many pockets these days, so yeah. I kind of get it. But like, you know, he could just have like one of those crossbody fanny packs that you know are in well, right now. He's got this sort of like metal, like kind of mm. belt thing going on. Sometimes there's no reason that that could not factor in some compartments. That's exactly, exactly. There's Why does he other need a options. He doesn't. Yeah, precisely. So, going off of that, I I looked up some. You know, we we tend to make fun of older comic book costumes for being bad, like quite bad. It's some of them are really and bad, lame. But, but here's the thing: some modern ones also pretty bad. So that's true. That's what I did. What did you do, Bry? Listen, I did that a little bit, and I also just got very specific about vests. I'm okay. going to defend the good name of the vest. We're just going vest crazy. We're, if it's vest related, I think anything goes. I, I just went, we were talking about vests and um, and other bad costume choices. I thought you were going to say j- only uh, vest I, puns. <laughs> That's enough. We've done enough. Only the vest ones I could come up with. There um, it is. 
We've used that for best but, twice uh, already. Let's move on. <laughs> it's the verse. But yeah, I can't, and I didn't, I didn't focus on just new. I just went through the ones that I knew and things yeah, that yeah, stuck yeah. out to my head. But like uh, bad cop, yeah. And some of them are vests, some of them are not. Okay. Uh, and some of them, many of them seem to be tan leather jackets with the sleeves rolled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know why that is. That's not even a thing in real it's life. It's like halfway between a vest and a jacket. That's what you've done. You've made yourself a yeah. short sleeve yeah. jacket, which is like neither a vest nor a jacket. But I feel like you could debate either at that point. Well, yeah. show, I, show of arms real quick. Who's got their sleeves pushed up? Oh, it's all three yeah, of us. Yeah, I do. Actually, I got uh, them, like, right up. But you know what? Yeah. I, I I get it for a sweatshirt or a shirt, but have you ever done that with a jacket? Have you, jacket ever seen a, have you ever seen a superhero wearing a sweater? That brings me to my first one, Miles Morales. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one is really His bad. new costume yeah. is stupid. Yeah. It's I like, think it's, yeah. it's on its way out, I think. There's, like, a new... Somebody, uh, somebody else is taking over, and it's just like back to the classic mm-hmm. costume. And I'm like, yes, um, for I was God's sake, that that was it the was case. perfect. It was perfect already. Yeah, like Spider Man is is you know three for three in good costumes, as far as I'm concerned. There's three good Spider Man costumes, and oh. they're all in use. Currently in use. Yeah, well, like you know, the symbiote costume is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, fair. I it's see. All, yeah, it's that's very that's good. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. But you know, My- Miles's costume with with the big sweater and the big shoes and like I get yeah. what they're going for. I really do. It yeah. looks cool in like it's hip with the kids. It looks cool in like a still pose. It reminds me of like a Street Fighter costume from like the late '90s, early 2000s sort of thing. Right. But the, the thing just with in, it's not something that looks cool in motion. It, it looks it looks terrible, and also like if you yeah. want if you want to give Miles like a costume that has more like accessorizing and stuff like that. I mean, the movie kind of did that, and you could really yeah, take cues from that. He didn't even he, push his sleeves up. Yeah, yeah, keep, but keep was the it base a tan costume? You could add layers to it, and you could add like different looks to it that with accessorizing. But you keep that base look underneath it. That's the foundation of the costume. You got a winner right there mm-hmm. when you redesign a great costume. You already made a mistake. That said, I want to go back to Vest, baby, because Monica Rambeau, uh, who showed up in mm. Thunderbolts, also is rocking a vest lately, but it's not her vest. It's Blue Marvel's vest, and they're in love now, and they both like vests. I think Blue Marvel shouldn't have had that vest either, though. I think yeah. that vest looks better on Monica than it did on Blue Marvel. It's weird that yeah. it got smaller when she put it on. Very strange, because he's like a pretty, you know, strapping, you know, dude. He's big. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. He's, he's, you know... Maybe she's much bigger Superman than we Superman and Reed Richards rolled into one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, like, you know what? Both of those guys maybe wore a vest at one time or another. I don't think Superman ever wore a vest, but... I'd I feel like he might have sort of had something he did. when he came back to life. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, like, bandages Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your toes there. Bullets, but... Yes, it was more, it was mostly to hold bullets in his guns because he is yeah. Superman. <laughs> and while we're talking about the Fantastic Four, yeah, it, it wasn't vests. I'm sure they have worn vests, and especially Sue, I'm sure, has worn a vest. Oh, Reed's had a big old vest for his bullets. Yeah, yeah, big long <laughs> but, vest. But it's just rubber, it's just rubber bullets, though. Yeah, um, yeah. 
It's I spook. feel like Sue had like a trench coat almost thing or a jacket with the sleeves also rolled up. I don't know. Good lord. There was a point they were all suddenly kind of changed their look. Not that their, yeah. their look hasn't changed quite a bit over the years from mm-hmm. like but it's usually that same sort of an a, like an a change around of that costume. But then all of a sudden right. they wore jackets and they all had jackets and in that span of time uh and this is jumping from jackets and vests yeah. that it, it so stuck out, and I don't think we've ever talked about this. Oh, no. This was the time when the thing had a helmet. Oh, yeah! What was up with that metal helmet? So, this is the thing. It was always, it was very brief, and I, I wasn't collecting Fantastic had, Four at the I think time, it was a was trading like, I, card that I saw that on first, and I was like, yeah. what the hell is this? And it, it, it looks like a, like... Like an Iron Man, like the original Iron yeah. Man, like just a dome, straight up helmet with this like a, with a the, metal shame helmet. Like and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, how that happened was uh, Wolverine. It was during the like the new uh, Fantastic Four, where Wolverine was part of it and Ghost Rider and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and Thing was part of that, and Wolverine was getting out of hand, and Thing tried to stop him, and Wolverine slashed him in the face. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this was a like I'm even ugly. I'm more of a monster now. So I'm gonna put a bucket on my head. Worked for Victor. He was buckethead the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's why he was covered in orange. So mad about Guns N' Roses. Um. So it and but apparently in the thing that I was reading, it said that originally, and I guess maybe very briefly, original recipe. Yes. Yeah, the uh, he had one. Of, he had a helmet or something to cover his face, his big monstrous, grotesque face in the original, like early, oh. early, early Fantastic Four. Really? Which I don't recall at all, but it just it just mentioned it briefly, and I didn't have a chance to uh, research that. So good for me, good podcast hosting, jackass. <laughs> I mean, it could be a lie. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. You should have gone with one of those like goofy um, Ninja Turtles disguise masks from the old cartoon. That would have been oh, a better like the thing masks. for the thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Less conspicuous. Or just a bucket of KFC. <laughs> or a bucket of KFC. Yeah, and he's got like some ridges in there, and he can hide some up there for later. He can just reach into the bucket and yeah, have himself snack. Yeah. All of a sudden, he, he's not talking. Like Ben, what are you doing? I'm just eating. Yeah, I'm done. It's good. No. I slip. I slip some fries in my crags. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to. Um, like Craven obviously has a vest. Uh, I is a oh, vest, yeah. okay. Garfield yeah. vest. Yep. Yeah, true. Uh, y'all, y'all know about Vance Astro, don't you? Vance Astro had uh, not oh, just a vest, oh, yeah. but like yeah, a trench yeah. vest. It was like a trench coat, a like a badass vest. '90s trench coat, but like no sleeves, yep. baby, because he doesn't have time. These pythons got a rock. I'm Vance. Yeah, that's never a good look. The the trench His name's vest Vance. is yeah. just. It's, it's something else. Speak, speaking of trench coats, I did write down our one of our old favorites, yeah. Mr. Gambit. Mm. Yeah. Um, and Which, the idea that depending on, as I'm looking through his, and like, of, of course, we, he's been around for quite a while now, uh, and a ton of different artists have drawn him, and he generally always has the trench coat. But depending on the artist that does it and how they draw it, it occurred to me that sometimes it looks like a house coat. <laughs> Do you think they're like walking around their house in a house coat for like reference photos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, and they just walk around. I'm Gambit. <laughs> Gambit's always like, wearing bunny slippers and holding a cup of coffee. <laughs> it would explain a lot about his character. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I will mention, of course, Spider Punk, who also rocks a denim vest. Oh yeah, 
and uh, right. pulls it off. Pulls it off. See, that's the sort of thing you want to do with Miles. There you go. Yeah. You got a blank. Like you were exactly right. Blank costume. He's got a vest on there too. Sure. Sure. Sometimes. Like he could have like a yeah. cool. Ja- like if it's cold out in the winter time, he could have like a stylish looking jacket over top that goes with the theme. You know, yeah. he could have like different It'd kinds be, of shoes, like, like whatever. He could have all sorts of stuff. The big, the big puffy jacket that George had in Seinfeld. Yes, yeah. Gore-Tex. Yeah. 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 <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Um, and I, the two people, I, there's a couple of people who I think could rock a vest and should on that note. Um, Cyclops, I think. He, he, he wants movement, but he, I feel like he should have like a vest that has like, Kind of these metal extra visors in case his visor gets broken. He's prepared. Cyclops <laughs> oh, like, like a harmonica vest. <laughs> yeah. What is he? A blues traveler? Yeah, yes. He he's got. Yes, he's got harmonicas. Absolutely. He's got a couple harmonicas <laughs> it's a in there. Blues he's traveler got a summer. Yeah. 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 And uh, oh, and She Hulk, I think could could use a could use a vest because I mean like. She, her costume can't have pockets. She's gonna have to have like her business card, her keys. Like she's she's a busy woman, so give her a vest, give her some pockets. But you can still show the guns off. It's perfect. Why is no one listening to me? <laughs> I mean, you know, you know who does look good in a vest? Yeah, uh, Red Hood's. You know, whatever costume he's on this week, it seems to change oh, every couple months. Where it has like an actual like vest. hood. And like the yeah, face mask not- thing. That's pretty good. I don't like I don't mind that. Yeah. And and it was also bulletproof, I assume. Because <laughs> it was bullets. Yes. Uh there's the old favorite Thunderstrike. Because yes. nothing oh, says yeah. man of the people like a good JJ Bean vest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. The bigger the bigger the wings can get on that collar, the better. It's getting thin, I think. Things are getting thin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I And I'll say that uh, jackets and vests, in a way, made me quit comics in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you recall Operation Galactic Storm. Oh, oh, the video game? No, the actual comic. Oh. This was during the time. This, I called them the <laughs> Avengers. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Like, oh, yes, that. Okay, okay, continue. And they pretty much all had like there was like Crystal and Black Knight and uh, Hercules and who else is in there? Uh, Cersei, like yeah, you know they, they all the all ones that. Vests. Yeah, they were just like, oh, this is horrible. Because uh, yeah, Black Knight, medieval times. Vision. I need a good jacket. <laughs> oh God, uh, did they? And it, again, they were all like tan leather yeah. jackets. Yeah, it was just like bomber bomber jackets or something. It was yeah. just yeah. not. But they seemed very like like they had puffy sleeves and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Puffy sleeve. <laughs> Ugh. Boom. They thinking. They were thinking vests. <laughs> vests. Well, I mean, like they Marvel in particular. I mean, vests. they uh, they they put vests. a lot of investments yeah. into oh, vests in the nineties. They're trying to push it, yeah. them. And uh, that's ultimately what brought them down, was their, their vest investments. Ah, uh, there we go. Oh, oh bad investments. Found uh, it. All right, segment over. What the f***? All right, so for the main, we've, we've dabbled in this topic before, but we were taking a different swing at it. Uh, before, we were talking about the idea of if you take a comic company... And as if it's starting fresh, 
but you can only start fresh uh, in terms of comics, not not cinematic comics. Right. Uh, that company starting fresh with five comics only. Um, yeah. And what titles would you pick? And if you want, what creative uh, teams would you have work on that? Mm-hmm. And how would that kind of work together? What do you think those would do? And in, we did this As we discovered, before, yes. but we we only uh, we we just talked about DC titles. Yeah, so and we did it as a warm up. So we're kind of we're taking it we're taking yeah, it to crazy we, new places, baby. Uh, crazy new. Uh, <laughs> the level. next segment over, baby. <laughs> uh, we're taking a swipe at Marvel on this one. Mm, yeah. Anybody want to take the first swipe at this? I would love to go first. Please do. Okay. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Let me just get that. Out I don't way. agree with your choice. Are you sure? Lots of people love. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of people love burping into a hot mic. <laughs> That's what makes it a hot mic. Happy November, everybody. Um, so I don't know which one I want to start with. I guess let's say Fantastic Four is okay. going to be one of mine. Uh, I want Mike Allred doing the art. I want Chip Zdarsky writing it to sort of tone down the Allredness of it. Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah, tends, yeah, I see what you mean. I like to, that combination you know, though. I feel like that combination would be fun as hell. I think yeah. you could work like a toned down ecstatic sort of. Yeah. Uh, but you know, have have weird super science and sort of you know kitschy sixties sort of stuff. But just the Fantastic Four doing what they do, not really starting it in a small way, but just starting it like, oh yeah, it's the fat it's the Fantastic Four. You know them. It's these four people. They do this stuff, and they're off on another wacky adventure this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I would like a Wolverine book. Uh, yeah. I th- I think Morrison and Quietly can do that. Ooh, yeah, really. You that. would begin with a Wolverine book. Oh. I would. Well, one of it's on there. Uh, hmm. And yeah, I want it like World War Two sort of stuff, or you know, like World War Weird, because it's it's Morrison and Quietly, and yeah, they they that, can do that sort fun. of like do you know actual like cloak and dagger sort of World War Two stuff where he's this, you know, secret agent guy. But you can also do, like, the weird science stuff that they're both so so very good at. Yes. Uh, uh, you I kind of love that because obviously they've already up, done Wolverine and, and sort of, you know, a lot of that hinted at extra stuff in the past so they could even keep building ooh. on that in a fun ways. That's cool. Yeah, because they never really got a chance to. Uh, I think cool. there should also be an X-Men book. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, give it back to Hickman. Let him, <laughs> let him tell his freaking yeah. X-Men story. Just, uh, what do you call it? Kieran Gillen just, like, serves it back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get Piccolo on there on art, because I love his, his X-Men yeah. stuff. Uh, He's and one just of my favorite as, X-Men artists. Just ever. make it as big and weird as you want it to be. Uh, it, but it's a school again. They're, they're back at school. It's school. They're okay. teaching young mutants, and, you know, everybody hates mutants, and, you know... Standard X-Men stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jessica Jones, uh, oh. written, get get Bendis back to write it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and get Jock I'm... to do the art. <gasps> oh. I think that would be a good combo. Ooh, that could get, like, real, ooh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. Make, make it, like, gritty crime stuff, a little more down to earth, because it is, you know, like, sort of, sort of bring Jessica Jones back to what she was, where just, like, this slummy 
P.I. who has a history as a superhero. And, you know, you can sort of show that stuff to show that there is a history to this world that we're sort of relaunching. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, there were superheroes. Maybe there aren't so many now. Uh, And there's maybe a why for that. And you explore that in that book. Cool. Uh, And uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Cause, yeah, uh, Spider-Man by Scott Snyder and Bruno Redondo. Ooh. I think Don't take him good... away from Nightwing, but you know what? I If he goes to Spidey, well, I'd be pretty good with here, that, yeah. Here's the thing. Scott Snyder wrote one of my favorite, you know, Batman Dick Grayson runs. Yeah. And Bruno Redondo does a really good Nightwing right now, so, like, they both know what makes a character like that sort of fun. And I think they can handle a, a slightly younger version, because I think... You're going to have to de-age Spider-Man. He's going to have to be like a high school kid, at least to start. Yep. You know, like make him like a junior or something like that, but allow him to age as stuff progresses in this new universe. Uh, And he's just like, he's, he's very much like, uh, like Kamala Khan Mm -hmm. uh, historically has been where she's like a, you know, superhero, super nerd. Like that's what he is. He's, he's like, he just loves the Fantastic Four and he, He's urkling his way into their house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And... Like, I mean, clearly people are enjoying that version of Peter Parker, so... Yes. Mm. Uh, and I think, like, the, the Morrison Quietly thing, it won't go on forever, because, you know, Morrison is a, is a busy guy and has other stuff to write. So by the end of his Wolverine book, I want Wolverine to, you know, be on some mission, uh, fall into the ice, get frozen... And get found X number of years later, and he's oh. Captain America. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's like he got frozen beside Captain. No, America no, he is Captain. They're hugging. He's like, what oh. if what if Wolverine was Captain America? Because oh. oh. why not? Interesting. Like, it doesn't need to be this other guy. It could be the, and he he could be like things get out of hand, out and, and he has to admit too late that he's Canadian. Yeah, he's like. He gets run out of the country. I'm, I'm, you know, your super soldier yeah. guy actually died on the table. I took his freaking costume and whatever. I'm not even American. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. He said it. He is Canadian. Right and yeah, on. that's. I like it. That's cool. my, like it. my my pitch. Um, <laughs> sorry. Do you want to go Gosh. next, Merc? Or I mean, I'm, I'm, either yeah. if you want to go ahead. And because yep, Kyle, yours kind of made me quite like. Was it a? Pr- I might have missed something, or maybe we, we, it was pretty open that we could do whatever we want. I think stripping it down to five, yeah. or does it have to be a full yeah. reboot? Because it means the easiest thing to do. It makes the most sense, but that's not what I did. Okay, what did you but, do? Uh, what did you do? Explain. All right. Well, I guess I'll go. I'll go now because I just butted in here like a big old butt. Uh, so mine is not Ooh. a reboot at all. It's just literally it will be kind of a reshuffling of kind of how they're publishing or whatever. Maybe. Maybe they want to kind of strip things down a bit. Maybe there's too many titles out there and, and it's way Maybe. too drawn out again. They want it. Yes, it absolutely is. And they just want to like, let's condense things. And instead of like every having like multiple monthlies for stuff, uh, they're literally five titles. Um, and there's a reason why they're cutting things down that much. That's kind of a story, you know, they have whatever stupid event happens. And, and a lot, and a lot it's of called it is Operation Galactic Store. Yeah, exactly. Born. Uh, what they're gonna, what I would do is seize kind of a moment where in the movies everybody is kind of, you know, Tony's dead, Steve's dead, everyone's dead, gone, blah. You're like moving on to another generation. Uh, that's not what the story is. It's just sort of, uh, you have another story where 
most of the big shot heroes are somehow gone. And I mean, like, this has been done a million times. It's kind of what they're doing at DC right now. Like, there's a big crisis and all of the big guys are gone. Stuff like that's been done. Heroes yeah. were born, blah, blah, blah. So you do that sort of again, uh... And with no one thinking that anyone's actually dead. They just don't know what happened to them. And people kind of got to step up and reshuffle what they're doing. And that's kind of what these books are. And instead of being like the usual like 20 page issue, a lot of them, some of them still would be, but some of them would actually be kind of like double sized ones. that are like a couple bucks more and might have like a backup story or might be like a two, two sort of things concurrently that are actually connected. Instead of having two separate titles, you pay a little bit more, but you get, more than, you know, you get it's your money's worth, basically. It's trying to do that more serialized, maybe more fast-paced, have different artists and stuff and try to be okay. something more manga-like yep. where you sort of pick up as a, you know, a little bit cheaper and a little bit more accessible in that kind of a way. And you get, like, a variety of content that, that complements hmm. each other. Okay. So sometimes you'd have one writer. Sometimes you've had two. Sometimes they would be co-writing or they'd have separate stories in the same book. And, and yeah, so that would okay. be kind of what I would do. So, so who did you pick? Anyway, that's a lot of that's a lot of chat. Uh, Fantastic Four. I'm also going to start with Fantastic Four. Um, and in, in this one, they are off Earth. They are they are exploring much like they have recently. That's kind of a main thing they've done a lot, where they're kind of exploring the universe and rebuilding the universe and stuff. They're fi- they're they have to find them. They have to find their friends who they are sure are out there and alive. And they have to explore their their whole thing is like they're going to different worlds, different dimensions, different realities. Blah blah blah. And uh, on, like, a, you know, the Baxter ship or something that's, like, this bigger on the inside kind of... Like, all stuff that's pretty familiar. Yeah. Like, I'm going to work do with what works, but they have a very specific mission and a very specific team. So that's the whole thing is, like, we're, we got to go and try to find them, and we won't come back until we do. Um, so I would have... Uh, so it's the Fantastic Four, like, the full team. So you have Reed, obviously, is, like, the big brain trying to figure out where to go next. Scott Lang is actually kind of working with that, too, as, like, a navigator. So he's there, too. And he's got Val as his assistant. And you have uh, Ben is just full on the captain of the ship. And he is uh, it, kind of in charge. Like, he's he's basically the real leader. Like, he can pull rank on everybody because he's the captain of the ship. And he does, if he doesn't agree with something, they're out of there. He's he Reed is not in charge at all. Okay. Sue is um, kind of the, like, the explorer, as it were. Like, the one who kind of goes if they're checking out new, like, worlds and stuff that they hadn't seen before. And they're trying to find any trace of, like... Are they here? Like, they're literally, it's a needle in a haystack just trying to find uh, the heroes, trying to find their friends and find out what happened to them. And she's the one who goes and kind of makes contact with people and stuff and kind of, you know, goes out there first because she can defend herself very well. And she's also, you know, you're not going to point Johnny Storm at them, right? Like, that would be a bad right. idea. He, however, can be, uh, he's sort of like the the bodyguard security kind of a guy, right? He's He's got to keep his cool and kind of, ha, 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 and uh, be present for when they're going out searching and kind of having to deal with people that exist in these universes. Um, I would have She-Hulk, uh, Jen Walters, is just had enough of superhero law and just wants to do something else for a while. She's just tired. So she's kind of the negotiator. So she's also kind of like this sort of political stuff, too, where they're kind of trying to they're going to other worlds that they don't have a right to be in and having to deal with people and kind of make peace and sort of like a Star Trek kind of a thing, you know? Right. And then I would, uh, and then Scott also, he's like a navigator, but he's also kind of their, their getaway guy. So if they need to get out of there, he can shrink them down and have fun ways to go through realms to get back to the ship. If there's something crazy goes on. And also mm-hmm. sometimes maybe you need yep. to plan a heist. So he's good to have. And then Alicia, <laughs> 
I'm really going deep here, I guess, but Alicia is sort of like the map keeper because they're like in uncharted waters. And she, I was thinking that she would almost kind of like can feel and sculpt where they're going, where they can find their way back and stuff in this computerized kind of, kind of a way where she's sort of part of the navigation as well. And then you have the kids and, uh, and Val is their tutor, which will probably not go well for anyone. (laughs) And, uh, for this book, uh, I, you know what I mean? I had like some question marks. I'm tempted just like, eh, Kieran Gillen. Sure, he could do this. Yeah. He's done stuff like this before. This is, and he's done characters like, you know, it's not entirely new. It's sort of like a good vibe to sort of do something for a while. And for yeah. art, I was thinking Nick Bradshaw, who I'm a big fan of, hmm. is who I would cool. go with. He looks kind of Arthur Adamsy a little bit. Like clearly that was yeah, a yeah, big yeah. inspiration, but I think he's good. And, you know, Jamie McKelvey can uh, pop in from time to time. Fair. Uh, next, I would cool. do The Amazing Spider-Men. Uh, so this is, again, it's a, a co-book. It's, you know, Peter's the main yeah. main character, but Miles also has, like, a co-part or a backup part. And you kind of have two creative teams, but they, like, work together. So it's almost like they're fully collaborating because everything kind of ties together a bit. Uh, so I would have Chip Zdarsky and uh, Rainbow Rowell uh, working together, which she does sort yeah. of like YA stuff and she did that new Runaways book. And I figured like that would be kind of a good kind of guide for, uh, Miles maybe. And I thought Chip Zdarsky's writing Peter Parker is just always like that. Always. And, yeah. uh, art, uh, Mark, I did Mark Bagley and Sarah Pacelli. Joe, just go with, uh, some faves. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Classic. Nice, nice, comfortable favorite. But at this, the point of it too is that maybe they're both trying to kind of, step up a little bit personally as well as like, so Peter like becomes more invested in being like a regular mentor to Miles and they kind of have more of a partnership where they work together. I mean, I guess that's been happening in the comics off and on, but I would have that be like a significant, like he's devoting a lot of time to this and that makes the the point of them having like a book together makes a lot of sense because literally they're kind of more uh, working together and linked together in their own personal lives a bit too. And, okay. uh, and you'd have, like, a split book, like, there'd be, like, a Peter one, and they might sort of check in a little bit, and you'd have, like, a backup story with Miles, or reverse if the story demand, uh, demands it, or if mm-hmm. they're on the same, the plot is, like, in the forefront of both of them, it's just, like, a long book, that you know what I mean, the whole, it's just a double-length issue that's just, like, you know, you can, one team can do this, or, you know, you can just sort of, this team together can kind of cool. work together in different yep. ways. So, yeah, and I'd have, like, Peter trying to, like, get out of, like, this 10-year status quo nonsense, where it's just, like two steps forward, eight steps back all the time. I try to actually show that like miles is the perfect young Spider-Man and Peter can grow up a little bit. And that can yeah. just be your status quo, you know, like that, that would be the point. Uh, next Dr. Strange and the defenders. Um, and I'm thinking okay. there'd be like, a, yeah, there'd be like a mystical book, obviously. And again, characters that have spent a lot of time together lately, none of this is super new. It's all kind of like where I would take kind of where things are at now and where I would move it if you we were doing something like this. So he's uh, so it's a mystical magic book. And it's mainly like, again, like Dr. Strange, Wong and Clea and have them still still married. You have Bats the dog. That's uh, that's your that's your that's your family. Uh, bats the dog. <clears throat> and they have their supporting support team kind of of their the defenders team like you know dr voodoo and wanda and and nico and and, you know magic characters that basically have their own strengths where they're uh they're protect protecting the world from like the mystical demonic everything kind of apocalyptic threats that maybe is tied into what happened to all the other heroes and he's sort of like fighting this underground thing with these guys that goes to weird places and i would put grant morrison on that uh writing and art Art would not be an artist. It would be 
uh, depending on what kind of magic, what kind of world they're going into mystically, what kind of magic is being used, the art would change. The characters would be aware that everything looks different, and that would be like literally a part of the story. Oh, so you have cool. Chris Chris Batchelow, uh Russell Dodderman, oh, yes, Mike Del Mundo, Frank Quitely, of course. Uh, you know, all a number of people that he's worked with, and people who I think would, uh, and he would again like collaborate with them and be like, that artist style is a part of the story, and there's a reason it's shifting between them. And yeah. again, you could do backups and stuff too, or you could just do like a big book. You know, there's a lot to do there. Just get way, cool. way, way out there. <laughs> and uh, cool. okay, uh, Avengers. Uh, I would put that with there. It's a double book. There's kind of two teams. There's more of a street team, like protecting the Earth team, and there's more of like a cosmic stuff team. Uh, and you could have stories for both again. And uh, they also like you know you can mix and match teams based on the mission. Uh, for like yeah, the street team, cool. I would do. Both Hawkeyes, Black Widow, uh, Luke Cage, uh, Falcon, and Stinger is my team for kind of the, you know, taking care of, you know, a crisis, Business. you know what I mean? Like, more like that kind of a thing. Maybe out in space doing cosmic stuff, you'd have uh, you um, Captain Marvel, you Photon, uh, Wiccan, Hulkling, Rhodey, and uh, maybe, maybe Kamala Khan has some space fun. That could be a little tie-in to a movie coming out. And they're... So these are all Avengers, but they sort of have their own sub-teams, like a golden-blue thing about specific yeah. needs. Yep. and then, Or if something needs all of them, they're all there. They can mix and match. Uh, Code I'd green, some... and then they all... Exactly. They all uh, turn and then, so, yeah. and it, a lot of them are like regular Avengers, but also having to step up a bit or come back because they're needed because of the crisis. Uh, Mark Wade, I would have writing that. Artist, I would have uh, Dan Mora, who I adore. Uh, who's writing uh, World's Finest right now, or drawing World's Finest okay. with Mark Wade, and yeah. uh, Simone yeah, DeMio, who would be more for, like, the cosmic stuff. Gorgeous. It's, like, super, super, like, fast action, like, colorful. It's just, like, great. I just think that those hmm. two would, uh, that would just be a fun art combo. And lastly, nice. X-Men. X-Men is the last one. Good lord, I've taken a long time. Um, yeah, so, again, a lot of the people who disappeared are mutants. And uh, they're on Makes Krakoa sense. still, but that changes things in a big way because like you know like cyclops wolverine like a lot of the big ones a lot of the quiet council gone a lot of them have also disappeared so you know you have some people xavier is still there trying to control everything and he puts a team of x-men to kind of together to really try to keep things together and deal with any direct threats and stuff like that as they're trying to keep their civilization together and uh their country safe and so and also just try to get along with an entirely new situation to kind of go classic with more like culture and, and like political stuff too. Um, so I put Kitty Pride, Nightcrawler, uh, Thunderbird, who is back to life, the original Thunderbird. Uh, I mm-hmm. would make him sort of a good point of view character because he's he's already he's still catching up. Like so much has changed, and then so much has changed again. So I think like him trying to, you know, he he's also got this weird legacy that that he didn't get to have any point in part in deciding. So he's got a lot to sort of work through. Um, I'd have Domino Bishop, who had also. Kind of want to have him sort of, he's kind of went bad for a while there, and he's been kind of a weird character lately, so I want to kind of ground him a bit again, too, and have him sort of finding himself again, too. And uh, Frenzy, I just thought Frenzy would be a fun one to have in the mix. Jubilee, Mm. and uh, Franklin Richards, who was not accounted for in the Fantastic Four pitch, and uh, turns out is a mutant, and just becomes an X-Man for a while. He decides to stay back, and he needs to sort of you know, he's like, oh, I am a mutant. That was weird. I kind of want to get in touch with my mutancy. And Charles says, I will make sure he stays safe or 
or I die, which he probably will anyway. Uh, <laughs> but if I do, don't worry, we have backups. We have the five. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what happened to gold balls? Oh, you're screwed. <laughs> oh, there you that too, right? Again, the five, yeah. Some of them are gone. It's like you literally can't do stuff. That could be fun. Um, yeah, and Ta-Nehisi Coates, I'm going to go with uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates writing it because oh, wow. I think his strengths would, would work really well here. Now, I was thinking, um, art-wise, like, uh, it's just something nice and clean cut. Like, you could maybe have backup stuff with, like, you know, even Joe Matarera, if you can get him to draw a backup thing with somebody. Like, get, get some... Uh, Get some nostalgic hits in there and get, but I was thinking like Stuart Eminen, Laura Braga, something like that. Just a, just a nice art style like that, I think would suit it well. And that's the end. I'm sorry that I talked for four years. This is the longest episode ever. You talked for four years. Oh God, I'm sorry. We've been doing this show for 12 years now. I I needed less notes, but uh, look at me. All right, I uh, we it seems we all took like kind of a different spin on this. Yeah, but, which is uh, good. Uh, yeah. Mine is all placed in now, mm-hmm. uh, so we're not going like there's nothing referencing this. Like there might be references to the sixty, but there's nothing actually like all the all the books happen as of this timeline right, right now. Right, right. Um, but happen as if crazy. None of these books ever happened. It's not like an end and reboot. I'm just. It was like me just pretending like Marvel had never existed, and then we start up again. Right. And I know which ones we can tap into. So, uh, you are the one true god. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic Four just has to have the science, this like the sci-fi stuff, the family aspect. Um, and you could do offshoots from that, getting into Galactus and Silver Surfer and the aliens and all that stuff. And the yeah. thing um, teaming it, up it with become, who knows who. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you're, you're on world, off world. So it's your, your, and this is all, all your starting point. I had, li- I had a list of like 12 to start off with. And I'm like, who I'm crossing off, crossing off. And there are ones that I would want to, but I'm like, these would be coming later. Right. So yeah. to start with yeah. Yeah. Fantastic Four. To write it, Brian K. Vaughn. Um, oh, that could be interesting. Art, art by Jeff Shaw, who, huh. uh, if you're not familiar with him, I, I recently got, uh, there's Cosmic Ghost Rider. He, yep. I have the omnibus of that. Oh. And he does a lot of the work in there. Okay. He does like Guardians of the Galaxy stuff yep. and whatever. He's just really good. He's good at like sci-fi, spacey kind of stuff. and Kind of gathering that. Like, group books like where yeah. there's an ensemble sort of thing like a lot of characters going on he's really good at storytelling in that way and it really detailed and it just and it's still fun uh so that would take care of, I have kind to of check science that out. and and space stuff yeah super good that and to jump to that and this is why i thought of it what i to do the mystical ghost rider and this is i wanted to like let's I'm, i don't want to choose those obvious books of like right. hey, we're gonna do the you know the five main but yeah. it's like hey, we gotta tap tap into other stuff so ghost rider so you have the mystical side of it um kind of opens up that whole world and then you could eventually get to there has been a doctor strange and there has been a sorcerer supreme but you don't know about it it's like a lot of these things are hidden to regular people so you would never right. know so you kind of bounce off and start with ghost rider and it's got motorcycles and everybody loves a good motorcycle. that's true of course uh, you do and, and mm. creatively, Jason Aaron writing this. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a couple and I crossed them off, but I, I narrowed it down. Either Carrie Nord. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who You're I have fan. not seen him do. Yeah. More because I just haven't seen him do much in quite Lately? a while. And I always yeah. I love his work. And I think it would be interesting to do that kind of like demonic, mystical side of stuff. Or, uh, and I wrote this down as you were talking, 
uh, Bri, Chris Bacalo. You mentioned yeah. him, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. God, why didn't I think of that? I think we've all mentioned Chris Bacalo. We've all yeah. put Chris Bacalo on yeah. something. Man. He's the best. Um, I love him. <laughs> to get the more street side of things, uh, Heroes for Hire. So you'd have yeah, yeah. Jessica Jones, Misty Knight, Colleen Wing, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and like a handful of others that kind of rotate in and out. Um, kind of street, and you get a little bit of elsewhere stuff that kind of, you know, you get into going a little. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things you might like need to in New York, and that's it. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of things you might need to hire a hero for. That uh, yeah. a lot of heroes might need to step into that role. You get into some political stuff, and then you also get into some just inner city stuff, uh, political in one city and whatever. So Tanahasi Coates writing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and and Oliver Koipel doing the art because Yeah. Oh god, oh, he's yeah. Delightful. Oh my delightful. Yeah, that was, that was, we haven't mentioned I, any I, bad artists god, on this episode. So no, no, imagine that. Yeah. I want to sh yeah. doing this. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like I want Van Gogh working on this. You want Van Gogh working on the Deadpool <laughs> yeah, Punisher yeah, yeah. team book? Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. Bring him back. Um <laughs> to get the c- kind of comedic and side Claremont. um and fun <laughs> stuff. Uh, and bringing in like C-listers and stuff. I want a Squirrel Girl book. Not because I'm a huge fan of Squirrel Girl, because I'm really not. But it's like one of those books that you could bring in really fun stuff right. with it. Um, I'm, a, I'm a partial to the Squirrel Girl. I uh, enjoy Squirrel Girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? It's funny. because I'm just going to reach over this, and pull over like, a real squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's biting me. Rabies, rabies. Well, as I was thinking of this, I'm like, just get rabies so you don't have to worry about getting rabies again. Ooh. I was doing the DC one, and I was able to like there was so many you could tap in for certain genres and certain kind of ideas, like the comedic side. Right. And I was like, wow, uh, Marvel. And I'm a big Marvel guy. That I'm like, yeah, they don't really have a lot of comedic sort of stuff like there's a lot of comedy in in things but it's not like necessarily like comedy before like the drama and action it's all just like yeah yeah a particular stanley style soup of all three that just uh yeah yeah yeah. uh so chip zadarsky writing and fiona staples doing the art oh Oh my god the most beautiful squirrel girl comic that could ever be imagined exactly i Uh, want it very badly that uh, is everything that i like (laughs) Uh, and to top it off, of course, uh, to get kind of a, not a street level, well, I guess it is street level in a way, mm-hmm. but, uh, the younger view and that kid who suddenly has powers, you need a Spider-Man to start with the kid on the street, the young point of view and originally Mickey Rooney, like, oh, Jiminy Jilligers. Yeah. Uh, Brian, <laughs> I thought of Brian, Michael Bendis and Stuart yeah. Amonin or Ryan Otley doing the art. But then I crossed it off, and I was like, the three of us writing it, and me drawing yeah! it, so. Yeah! You. Woo! What do you think? Can I you letter think it? you're better than us? <laughs> yes! Yeah! I'm a letterer! <laughs> <laughs> and that's my pitch. All right. Nice. I think we've proven pretty well that we could do this. I think we so, could. yeah. So what they should and- do is hire all three of us to do this at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And, uh... <laughs> Just put it all if out could, there. If they could hire two of us and DC hire the third, I'd also yeah. be amenable to that. Just, you know, just somebody <laughs> hire me. Yes. That would be really lovely. But uh, we're pitching our hearts out, baby. We're pitching our hearts out. Yeah. 
And so that people know who we are and should yeah. know who to hire. Who yeah. are we? Well, seeing as how I pitched first, I'm going to uh, say goodbye and who I am first. Bye. Uh, my name's Kyle Lees, and you can check my stuff out at thekylelees.com or thekylelees on Instagram. Uh, hi. I'm the second one who went. My name's Bry. Bry Kotick one might say. Uh, you can check out my comic at welcometohereafter.com. Uh, only .com. No .orgs around here, friend. Uh, we're the real deal. Uh, and Brykotic on Instagram, which is B-R-Y-K-O-T-Y-K. I went last, so I will go last now. I am Merc. You no, I'm going to go Asylum. again. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> MercAsylum.ca M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M.ca Merc on Facebook, Mercanot like Astronaut on Instagram. Uh, as always, a big thank you to yes. Ocean City Defender, K. Preston Merkley. Who is always with us. Ocean City always Defender. with us in um, musical form. Yeah, always. Also, has, he's the one yeah, true has God. has been with us from the start. Um, <laughs> Cut that out. I'm being God. an idiot at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, check him out under Ocean City Defender, the musician at the game. He did all the music for of us. For, for of us. For of yeah. us. For us. Well, the, he's, he's uh, the fourth the listener, the fourth, fourth hero. Yeah. Whatever. Let's end this and go home. We'll see you next week. Bye. Finally, I get to go home. I feel like I really pissed him off at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Uh... This is the best stupid show of all time. <laughs> yeah! I'm a letterer!